0: What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, the first episode of Team Chat Podcast of the new year of 2020, a new Happy decade new year. new year. Oh, man, it's to Happy us new year to and you. to all of you. Yes, of course. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogul. Happy New Year, all that The first stuff. Bongiorno yeah. of 2020. The first Bongiorno. So many firsts this episode of this new year. It's great. It's going to be Good. Because here on T-Chat Podcast, we talk about video games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, everything in between. New episodes come out Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode on YouTube. Links for all that are in the description below. But you can also head over to teamchatpodcast.com slash where to listen for a complete list of all the places the show is available. Find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server. Again, the links are in the description below. And finally, if you're really loving what we're creating here each and every week, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and in return, we'll give you cool perks. Like our brand new cool perk, which is for our $5 tier. But it's Team Chit Chat. We announced this back in November... It was our new Patreon exclusive show that we've put out. So the first episode is out now. So $5 patrons, you should have access to that already. If you're not, go sign up so you can watch this fun stuff. But uh, so yeah, we got Team Chit Chat. You got a, a channel of uh, early or no, sorry, a private channel on our Discord server, along with getting the the audio and video versions of the episodes early before the General Tuesday release. So a lot of cool stuff over there on the Patreon check it out. But if you can't do that, that's no big deal. We totally understand. We would just love it if you could maybe give us some support in terms of a review, telling your friends, listening to every episode, all that good stuff, which we know you're already doing. So thank you all for your support. But before we jump into the main topic of the day, we do have to have our moment with Mogan, which now it's a new year. It's a fresh new games, a whole bunch of new games starting to come out. So yeah, you know, it's fun to jump back to this segment.
1: So most everything that's coming out this month of note is going to be coming out a little bit more towards the end, so you're probably going to hear these repeated on the next couple of episodes too. Uh, But the first big release of the year on January 17th is going to be Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So you know the art style that went along with uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yes. It kind of looks like that, but it's basically a campaign mode where you play as Goku on like his quest from the anime. Okay, So it's like you're following the events of the anime and you're playing as Goku, and it's like, what a cool, fun idea. I really hope that it goes really well. I bet, uh, uh,
0: fans of the show are incredibly excited. I'm sure they
1: are. Uh, that's for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Again, that's January 17th. Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE, which was originally a Wii U title that mm. I heard a ton of great things about, but it was for the Wii U, is coming to the Switch on January 17th as well. That is a Switch exclusive. Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection is coming out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on January 21st. Also on the 21st, we have Moons of Madness for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And that's it.
0: Boom. There we go. Quick and easy list. So our main topic of the day is it's as it is the first episode of 2020, we wanted to Start off the year, as is our usual tradition, with listing our most anticipated games that are coming out this year. A
1: hallowed tradition among all of video game enthusiasts. Of course. Everybody in there <laughs> knows. It's
0: obligatory. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta start off the year with letting everybody know what you're looking forward to. I mean, we should have gone with like, least anticipated. Yeah. The ones that we're just like, I'm not even gonna play this. Not I'm not even gonna, gonna give play. it worth my time. It's barely worth my time oh, to mention its name here. We should do
1: that. That would have been really funny.
0: would <laughs> be really funny. Hindsight is. <laughs> 2020, as they say. Uh
1: So oh, many jokes. God, that's going to get so old. It really is
0: going to get old. And I swear to God, that's the last time I'll make okay. that joke. Okay,
1: So you got one, and I'm eventually <laughs> going to get you one. You have
0: one. We each have that can make that joke once, right, and then we right. have to move on from it. So that seems fair. But since we did want to get a, more of the just our opinions on this one, we reached out to our listeners to see if they had any uh, of their most anticipated games that they wanted to share. And we had quite a few good, uh, good responses from there. I like uh, Fuchsia responded, and I loved her response because she says was March 20th. Doom Eternal, baby, baby, which was a joke. It's a big <laughs> joke, but I loved it because her actual most anticipated game is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Obviously, See, I was trying to think of like a, a, a fun like play on something. I was trying to go off of something of Tom Nook's Tomfoolery, but oh. then I couldn't, I I don't know, it didn't come together as as quickly before she hit me with that Doom Eternal joke, which Nintendo was just way Nintendo should better.
1: consider that for some April Fool's joke.
0: Or like some DLC or something like that, or a spinoff S- game, something. Oh. Uh, uh, the follow-up to Pocket Camp should be Tom Nook's Tomfoolery. I don't know what you do. Why
1: don't it. you write Nintendo and sure. tell him
0: that? Okay. Do you think Reggie still has enough pull, or do I need to go straight to
1: No, him? he's definitely got some pull. He's yeah. got enough pull to make it happen? I think he's still like, the shadow leader. I think he's still in charge. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I could go straight to Doug Bowser. Personal but opinion. also, I, I mean, just Reggie seems like a cool dude, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, but Fuchsia also said that something else she's really excited for is the next Minecraft update, which will be update 1.16. Uh, it's coming out this year, but we have no idea when, and it's going to be huge, and it's what she's been waiting for. So that's She's also really excited for Rune Factory 4. Four special and five.
0: Very cool, uh, destroyer. He was, gave us a list. He's looking forward to Final Fantasy seven, the remake, Resident Evil Three, Cyberpunk 2077, Neo Two, Doom Eternal, Bayonetta Three. These have question marks. Bayonetta 3 and Hellblade 2. Last of Us 2 does not have a question mark because it should not have a question mark on anybody's list. Silk Song question mark, and Elden Ring. Oh, maybe I guess if those are coming out this year. Yeah. But so far, okay, so those the Bayonetta, Hellblade, Silk Song, and Elden Ring all are TBDs on the confirmation, exactly. but still um, slated to potentially be for 2020. We also had a response over on Twitter from Luke Croft. Let me jump over to that real quick. Where is my profile? There it is. There it is. There we go. All right. So he says, of course, the last was part two, but also Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Bleeding Edge.
1: Bleeding Edge? I don't think I know anything about.
0: Bleeding Edge, I think, if I'm remembering it correctly, it's Ninja Theory's new game that's coming out. That's like, uh, I'm spelling it wrong, but I think it's a Battle Royale. Interesting. In that case. Or just solo multiplayer game. Then I'm um, not interested. Multiplayer combat video game being developed by... Br- okay, so it's not a butter royale. I was right. Oh, okay. But so it's just a multiplayer combat video game being developed by British developer Ninja Theory and published by Xbox Game Studios. Should mm. come out March 24th of 2020.
1: Is that an Xbox exclusive?
0: For now, yes. Good I think. for them. Or, well, uh, oh, no, it would be because it's Ninja Theory, duh. Ninja Theory is a Xbox studio at this gotcha. point. Gotcha. Cool. Um, but I, I really pushed myself this year because I feel like every time we do this topic... If two, if not all three of the games I normally talk about wind up not actually coming out on the year that they're going to be here. So I've played my bets. I've hedged my bets safely in my picks to be like, no, these ones are confirmed unless they get delayed to high heaven. There's no chance that them being pushed out of 2020. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident with my list. How are you feeling about yours? I mean, there's a pretty, I mean, this year's shaping up to be a pretty good one.
1: It, it is shaping up to be a good year. Um, Most, at least two of the titles that are actually my most anticipated are much like uh, Destroyers. They're those question marks. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they're going to come out in 2020, and I personally have very low hope that they will. So we're going to talk about those in the predictions and like honorable mentions yeah, yeah, section. Yeah. For the ones that we do know about, why don't I just start with like my third most anticipated Go for one. It. That's actually which, how I was
0: going to do I'm doing it by release yeah, date, yeah, yeah. but it actually kind of works out in order from my least to most expected.
1: I'm not doing it by release date because they pretty much all come out in March. <laughs> March is stacked, So what are you going to do for the rest of the year? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, I actually have uh, some reservations about saying that it's one of my most anticipated because it's Final Fantasy VII. Ah. And as you and I have harped on for what feels like years now, I have a lot of concern about the episodic thing. I just, I don't know about so it.
0: So here though is why I think this might be a little different because obviously for those who aren't familiar, we're talking about like having just come off of playing Life is Strange 2, how we were kind of ter- playing it th- through the, the normal episodic way kind of turned us off to that re- style of release. But I feel like it would be different for Final Fantasy VII because just from what they've said of how the sheer expansiveness of just this first episode is and how they're kind of redoing the game, I kind of feel like it's – if they release it and it's only like a three-hour episode – it won't be. It won't it's, be. That's I mean, what I yeah. mean. So it like won't be. I feel like it'll feel like a bigger game. So I feel like you'll have more there and so the the second episodes are going to feel almost I feel like part 2, part 3, like See, sequels rather than a continuation of the base game.
1: That's not what I'm worried about because they're not sequels. Final Fantasy 7 is one game. Right. I mean if you've played it before you know exactly what's coming. What I'm worried about is the feeling of losing your momentum mm. because I, you know, if you're a diehard Final Fantasy fan, which I consider myself to be, and I'm really excited about Final Fantasy VII, everything that they've shown about it, from the new gameplay mechanics to the graphics, the voice acting, five stars across the board, 10 out of 10 would recommend. But that feeling that we experienced again and again with the previous episodic games that we've played is when you have a long expanse of time between when you're able to get your hands on the next one, you could, in theory, beat one of the episode's in a s- fairly small amount of time. Mm-hmm. If it only takes you a month to get through the first episode, and then you've got six months,
0: a year. I'm going to say it's probably a pretty long time before the next one comes out. One.
1: That freaking sucks. It does. And that's what I'm worried about is that it's going to feel like just for freaking ever mm-hmm. before the next episode comes out. And that's why I have like trepidation and reservations about it but all the same i am still really excited about final fantasy seven uh to see i hope i actually don't i'm actually not 100 certain that this is a feature they kept in but the materia system from final fantasy seven was one of my favorite mechanics from a final fantasy seven game materia are in the they in in the movie the animated feature film advent children which i own on dvd to this day <laughs> And I've watched many times in Japanese and English. Um, and also own a couple of action figures. From. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Just, just a, a low-key yeah, band. Don't worry about it. Um, the materia, materia are basically these really pretty like little orbs. They look like large sparkly marbles. Okay. But they give you different abilities. So they give you like different buffs and powers, and you equip them to different characters to give them different assets. It's a lot of variety in a battle system and it just makes things a little bit more interesting and gives it that little leg up and an extra edge to just give the system more depth Mm -hmm. in terms of the combat mechanics. Like I said, I can't prove that the materia system is making it into the remake because I've I've reached the point where I've stopped watching uh, new trailers and new releases about it because I'm like no I don't want to know at this point I want it to all kind of be a surprise air quotes mm-hmm. as much as it can be so maybe materia is still going to be part of the remake I hope so and if it is hooray and if it's not I'm sure they replaced it with something as fun right right but yeah so mine's final, Fa- final, final final fantasy seven remake nice episode one frowny face <laughs>
0: <laughs> episode one of i wonder how many they will actually make I, they don't I
1: don't know i'm not sure they've said i also don't know if they have a set release schedule for them because like i said i've done basically no research beyond knowing that it's coming out and it's going to be episodic and it looks amazing
0: i'm just going to give it a quick google real fast episode
1: and that barrett controversially release. is the mega man of final fantasy yeah
0: oh yeah because he's got like this huge gun arm.
1: or is it he, or is he the samus of Final Fantasy. Uh, Listeners, no. weigh in. Tell us, is Barrett the Samus or the Mega Man of the Final Fantasy
0: series? How many episodes? Okay, so yeah, there's nothing really known on quickly. one of our that a quick google will let you know
1: on one of our future episodes of team chit chat i'm gonna bring in my uh action figures i've got a cloud and Ooh, a vincent you should from final fantasy advent children and we can like make them fight even though they're on the same <laughs> team <laughs> we can make them have a nice sit down meal together yes, and we can yes. like cook tiny cooked food, by palicos like <laughs> cooked by palakitties <laughs> anyway so that's my third most anticipated of
0: 2020 nice so my number three is one actually i mean the thing is we've we've probably heard people people have heard us talk about these games i'm sure a lot already and all three of mine are i'm pretty sure people could guess yeah, none
1: of these are going to be surprised yeah
0: but my number three is though the first one's coming out on february 11th ori and the will of the Wisps. Oh, okay. especially after feed after finishing ori in the blind forest last year and how great of a game it, that i mean that was. broke your top 10 list oh yeah, yeah. it was a new edition it was top five? In my top five, I believe? Yeah, because I think it moved to top five, and Life is Strange went to number four.
1: How dare you, Um, for
0: starters. Why? Life is Strange? No, it's amazing. Life is Strange moved up! Oh, (laughs) yeah, you're right, it did! Uh, But yeah, so I'm really excited about that game for so many reasons. One, just because it was... Ori and the Blind Forest was the most... I would say emotionally impactful platforming game I've ever played. And for me with games, that's a very big thing. I like it when I can really get drug into the story and not, not drug into hooked by the story. And especially with platformers, those have a tendency to not do that as well, because you get more into the mechanics of the gameplay and doing all the different things. And you just kind of, and like, you know, you're supposed to get from a to B, find some things along the way. And then that's kind of it. But for some reason, for whatever reason it is, and it's, probably more on me than anything else, the stories of most platforming games don't stick with me as well. If For only example, you
1: would play Hollow Knight.
0: I actually am. Because I Are finished, you? Did I, you I finally I go back? Because I finished Blasphemous over the over the holiday break.
1: Congratulations, by thank the you, way. Thank you, thank you. It was a, a hell feat. of a hard game,
0: uh, which I'll talk about it more at a later date. But still, with that story, see, that was one that I was, I was playing, and between massive frustration at the bosses and how many times I died, I kind of just forget what's happening. I just know I'm in this... This world that's, I can't even really give a good explanation right now. I just you're know just it's in, in a like, nightmare and you can't exactly wake up. <laughs> like a like a middle ages, uh, yeah, religion induced nightmare. <laughs> and there and there I sit trying to escape and do my penitence. But uh, but yeah, do So you I mean have, penance? Uh, penance. Thank you. <laughs> I'm um, the penitent. One True. is your character. So that's what I was getting. But yes, the pen, my penance. Uh, but no. So I've been playing through that one and everything. I finished the game and I was like, cool, I did it. Now what? I can't really tell you what that was about. And so that and so that's what, with Ori and the Blind Forest, though, that one is, I can tell you the story beats. I can tell you the side characters, what their names are very easily, you know, like Naru and and all this. And, so, and Sin, is the, yeah, Sin is the little... Is, is the little, owl uh,
1: Koru or... Yes,
0: Koru. Koru. Yeah, 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 core.
1: In my head, I always think Kovu, and then I'm like, I don't think that's right. Kovu. I think a is, R in it. Uh
0: from Lion King 2. Is he what? <laughs> he is the Lion Cub that Simba's uh. Lion Cub. What was her name? Kiara. Kovu and Kiara. They got oh, together the Romeo and Juliet okay. love story of Lion King 2. Wow. So there you go. That
1: is some serious trivia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we dig deep. We dig deep You're here, okay. uh, but anyway, so uh, so Koru, yeah, fleeing Koru and everything, because that's one of my favorite soundtracks. So basically, it's with all the world that that one set up, the beautiful art direction, the beautiful story that 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 was tied with the incredible gameplay and smooth gameplay and smooth mechanics, because that was a game too. That as each new ability and everything would be introduced into it, it felt very a very natural integration and not one where I'm like, okay, so wait, what are all my moves again and how can I do them? It seemed like it was taught to you and you're like, cool, I know where to use this in situation XYZ. And so I really love that. And then of course, tie it all together with Gareth Coker's incredible soundtrack. That or in the I'm Blind Forest is incredible. So I expect all those things and a little bit more. I'm being selfish. I expect a little more <laughs> of, of amazingness from the team again when developing Ori and Will the Wisp. So that's it's why Moon it's my Studio, number three. Yeah, Moon Studio. Moon Studio. Um, and so that's why I'm pretty excited about Ori and the Will of the
1: Wisps. Everything that I've seen from Will of the Wisps so far would seem to imply that the speed at which you're supposed to flow with the movement it looks. Fast, mm-hmm. which I do not play Ori in the Blind Forest fast. I'm playing it very slow.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, say how's how's your playthrough going? So
1: it's going okay. I have made it to the third like section, the mountain section. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going well. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. So I will say that I love it, and I love the environments, and I really like the style of play and the platforming, but. I don't know, maybe it's just me. The movement actually feels like it's it it feels like you're moving through mud. Like if really? you're just kind of walking normally, I'm like, "Why am I so slow? Why am I going so slow?" Like if you can build up momentum by using some of your extra moves, yeah, you can get a really good pace going. But I often feel like I'm just moving slow, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Is it just in my head? Is it my imagination? So in some ways I feel like the mechanics feel kind of sluggish but I don't think that it's like mechanical error. I think it's built that way uh, but overall I am really
0: enjoying it. It's a great game. It's,
1: it's a great game. game. I die a lot. <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> I, oh I do too. Have you, just a lot. You can see lot. how many times you die.
1: I don't think I've checked but it's many. I think it's just
0: on this, the normal the posthum or like your ability tree I think oh, where, gosh, it, where yeah. your skill tree I think is where it shows how many times. I think I, I was well over 500 probably like 600 times. I also might just times.
1: have been spoiled by other recent platformers I've played, because like Hollow Knight and Celeste feel very fast. Yes, like you feel light and fast. fast all the time. So it might just be because I'm coming over from that, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel kind of slow all of a sudden. Just heavy. I feel like heavier, and I'm like, it. Ori's not big. Why right. I am slow?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can get that. I don't, Maybe it's just. I don't me. really feel like I ever felt that about the game. In fact, it, I just really loved how. Gracefully, you now, float it, through it the is, air like when you do very your bubble, your, bubble yes. jumps, double jumps, and everything. I, I like it's it, yeah, elegance A great way to describe it. The
1: gliding, it. the wall jumps, the climbing, all of that does feel very elegant, mm-hmm. very graceful for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, but no, so yeah, I finished blasphemous and so I was p- starting a new, new game up on the Switch, and I m- jump back into my save of Hollow Knight. So I'm in Green Path still, but I'm actually currently fighting Hornet right now for the <gasps> first time. Gasp. I'm doing pretty good. I think I'm almost, almost there to be near excellent I'm getting close i believe in you but i did also discover i found her and then went a different way and what's the like the bubbly jellyfish fog something fog
1: canyon, fog canyon. yeah i fog found canyon that area too Cool. So, yeah. a lot of people hate it because it's all of jellyfish i Which personally love it <laughs> the, <I'm>, I,
0: <laughs> I think it's great I, I barely i just went in and was like cool I'm going to go finish up here first.
1: <laughs> that's a good That's a good instinct to have. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not ready to move on. Yeah, and
0: I've learned that a lot with games. I need to finish the first area before I go on to the next one, so I'm doing a I'm doing better rep of it. Eventually,
1: but you're about to get to the point where you will have a new mechanic introduced that just totally opens things up oh, really? for you. Oh, so, so keep excited. keep going in Green Path. you got to beat
0: Hornet. I will say, a lot of my past complaints with the game were due to my Swift... God, I can't talk today. Switch Drift Issues that I was oh, having and okay. making it very difficult to like hit precise jumps and now I'm not hit, having that problem at all and it's so much more fun. Excellent. So yeah, I, I just drug my feet on getting that fixed way too long. Do you right.
1: not play with the Pro Controller? Not
0: normally because I normally oh. when I do play my Switch, I'm playing it either in bed or gotcha. out in a new hammock and everything like that. So Fender loves the new hammock. He does love the new hammock. Look out for we'll some post, photos. Oh yeah, we'll post those on the Discord for Another sure, reason to join so the Discord. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what is your second most anticipated game of the year?
1: Take a wild guess
0: okay uh, animal crossing new horizon no no oh okay wait wait wait
1: i'll give you a hint it's got two in the bravely title second
0: bravely default second Still
1: i'll give not you there. one more try oh you're so God. close it's bravely default two. Oh, okay but you, i was there <laughs> you because bravely second and bravely default See, this are two different things we've already
0: talked about it's coming back around and I it's me
1: i will fully agree that the name is stupid yeah.
0: <laughs> So it's Bravely Default 2. It's
1: Bravely Default okay. 2 because there was Bravely Default followed by the direct sequel Bravely Second and now it's Bravely Default 2 and it's like that makes no sense. Why would you title it this way? <laughs> 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 I don't know why they didn't just call it like Bravely Default New Horizons yeah. or something like that. I, I think a different title would have would have helped clear up a lot of confusion. Uh but to be clear, I went back and watched the trailer again, the reveal mm. trailer that they played at the Game Awards. Um So this is coming off of, you know, it's only been about a month since they announced it in the first place. I feel uh, it's definitely slated to come out in 2020. I feel pretty confident that it's going to come out in either summer or fall 2020. Mm. Uh, I really don't think it's going to wind up being a spring title. Um, It is coming out exclusively for the Switch. This is a Nintendo uh, original IP. Uh, It was... for the 3DS originally, uh, but now that's going to be on the Switch, the things that I'm the most excited about are all really quality of life improvements that I hope will come to pass. Not necessarily anything to do with the gameplay because the battle system from Bravely Default and Bravely Second is so much fun. Like all they have to do is like keep it more or less the same and I will be perfectly happy with that. Mm. Don't fix what's not broken. It's already really, really good. Uh, the job class system and the experience points and how you level characters up in their respective jobs and their classes is really challenging but i'm looking forward to being able to do it all again i hope that they're going to have some fun new job classes they added a lot of new ones in bravely second like the chef like the baker you get like right. a you get like a what like a pastry chef master and you like bake cakes and throw icing and it like does buffs and debuffs and it's like Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll take this. It's it's ridiculous and amazing, along with some of the much more common job classes like Thief, Black Mage, White Mage, Red Mage, Mm -hmm. which is really specific to JRPGs, uh, you know, Samurai, that kind of thing. So I'm expecting all the same kind of core job classes to still be there, along with what I hope will be some new and interesting ones. They introduced a kitty girl in like, or like just a cat, Like, you basically become a cat person Mm -hmm. in Bravely Second. I could do without that one. If they they want to take that one back out, (laughs) I tried it, and I was like, I just don't get it. Just didn't click. I don't think this is what I'm going to use. So I'm really excited to see some new job classes. I hope, fingers crossed, there appears to be a whole new set of core characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they briefly showed the four new party members that you're going to probably have as your main party. Right. Don't know anything about them, just that they look cool. Gay. Yeah. Uh, The thing that I'm most hopeful for uh, is that in... Okay, there we go. (laughs) Sorry, uh, our producer is yowling.
0: He's getting a little vocal.
1: (laughs) Meowing up a storm. Um, Anyway, speaking of cats, he was mad because I was talking bad about cats. people. That's true.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Keep it to yourself.
1: Sorry, Henri. (laughs) Anyway, so one of the things that I was actually always persistently... Um, annoyed about in Bravely Default and Bravely Second is that, and this was probably due to constraints around the 3DS. Speaking of the environments, you know, you would find new towns, you would find new environments and they would be pretty limited. Mm -hmm. Like when you would get to a new town or even a new city, it would be like, okay here's the magic shop, here's the item shop here's the armor shop here's uh, the scroll shop where you can buy new magic spells and here's the inn And that was kind of it. In terms of being able to explore environments, very limited. That's not really what the game is for. It's a JRPG. It's much more about the battle system. But something that I would have really liked that I feel like they did a great job of in Octopath Traveler is by introducing that 2D, 3D aspect of having these much more enhanced environments in bravely default and bravely second, uh, it used a classic JRPG um, system of having an overworld. So when you leave a town, you're kind of immediately like juxtaposed over the world itself, and perspectively you're like a giant and you're just kind of walking over mountains and plains and if you run into the sea you have to get on a boat but it's all in micro scale because you're huge and you're just basically walking over the world Mm -hmm. that's the overworld it's really common in many jrpgs most of them use it at some point and i don't like it i would much more like to be able to use the octopath traveler approach of you leave a town and you're still like a normal size character and you're walking through different environments to get to the next town right a fast travel option would be much appreciated you've got that an octopath traveler and since this is the same team that did the bravely series and octopath traveler i'm hoping they will use a lot of what they learned in octopath and apply that and integrate that into the Bravely series, primarily just in terms of graphics and environment because I think there's a lot to be gained Mm -hmm. that can only make the game better. So, fingers crossed. Still really excited
0: about it. My next two, the one, uh, and I'm honestly like pretty like I've talked about these a lot so I don't have a whole lot more to go off of either Can I guess of these, it? really Sure go for my number 2 Doom Eternal No actually Damn it, it uh, I was so sure <laughs> So he was that was my toss up between Ori and, Do- and Doom oh. but like Doom I'm very excited about Ori though I'm like super excited about. So I'm I'm very very excited about Doom Eternal. I feel
1: very betrayed. I was expecting Doom. (laughs) How (laughs) dare
0: you! (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't let you down. But no, my second is Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, of course. So I am super excited about having a deep RPG to sink my teeth into, and I think that that's what Cyber. Now I know it's not quite as deep of an RPG, say, as like Divinity: Original Sin or anything like that, but still, like a big open world huge RPG experience I'm really looking forward to and I think that cyberpunk is going to give that in droves yeah and I'm super looking forward to all of its stuff a the setting is going to be badass it's going to feel a whole lot like honestly like Deus Ex in a way which I'm a huge fan of that series I also am feeling good about it even though normally for bigger open world games like that First-person shooter isn't typically my first choice. I would much prefer a third-person, especially when you if it's a game that gives you a lot of character customization. I want to be able to see my character. I want to be able to you know see I mean? how cool I look. I don't just want to have the guns that I can see. But still, so that's like my one little bit of hesitation about the game that I have. But I also know that in, I'm still, though, excited for what I have played of The Witcher 3. Seeing CD Projekt Red take that in the normal third person view that they have for their games and everything like that, and move it into the first person and interacting through the world that way, I'm pretty excited about. Plus, also cyberpunk world means we're going to get an awesome cyberpunk score. Yes, please. Yeah, I am excited about that. And I just think with the in-depth character customization, the really like the the feeling that they have that yes, your actions will have consequences. You will be able to like change. Every, go through just explore all these many different paths the, many, the different job titles that they're going to have or a, a thing that you can have to take out throughout the world I think it's just going to be unlimited possibilities of choice really, and that is very exciting
1: I really want to be an accountant
0: just, just be like, <laughs> I'm cool you guys go do your job I want to leave my life of shady crime
1: and go be an accountant
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit behind the desk buttons the buttons on calculator <laughs> making some spreadsheets in Excel going about helping my day helping
1: people with their taxes exactly it's
0: important they need it's that important. In, the, in that day and age, somebody has to help keep order. <laughs> oh yeah, and duh, Keanu Reeves, of course. Johnny Silverhand, it's gonna be insane. What a and name! I, I know, right? <laughs> I actually saw they are releasing a uh, set, a action figure for him. I can't remember who's making it, but still, it might be McFarlane Toys. But it's him playing like an electric guitar, and he looks like he's just rocking out, and it looks amazing.
1: Uh, okay, so do, huh? uh,
0: so yeah, for all these reasons and more, and just I I really do think it's gonna be the in-depth RPG and like the, the it's going to be the game that I sink into and probably probably be like the next reddit where I won't be done with it for a very very long time so it'll be something where I'll probably be giving more updates to as I play it rather than just one big concise game and right. that is exciting yeah. but I'm also then trying to finish it comes out in April so it's not like I have a whole lot of time to finish up some of the other games like Ori and the Will of the Wisps although again like I said I'm going to be better about finishing the main story first before I jump into the side quests and Ori is a much shorter game much shorter game uh, so but I'm also, like, I'm about to finish up Jedi Fallen Order, so I'd really like to be able to knock out the story of Assassin's Creed Odyssey finally before Cyberpunk comes out. Because there's still not anything other than, like, Ori, something, anything until really, like, March, April, where stuff starts coming out that I'm really, like, gung-ho to play. So I'm still trying to use these, last, these next couple months to knock out some things from my backlog. So I'm hoping I might be able to get through Assassin's Creed Odyssey by that point. But then I also have to fit in my Last of Us gameplay uh, replay before Last of Us Part Two comes out. So you are
1: all—I'm
0: already setting myself up for failure. You really are. You, that's You're, too many things. So you got anyway, to shave
1: something off of there. But still, so <laughs> that's
0: why it's like Cyberpunk is just—I can't wait to get lost in it and i think that's why it's sitting. it's going to be my number 2 game for the for 2020 because it's i'm i'm going to spend countless hours in that game
1: speaking of countless hours my number 1 should come as absolutely no surprise
0: okay i, I don't want to guess because i feel like it you said that about your number 2 and i was wrong
1: no it's animal crossing new horizons
0: i guess that one for her number yeah. 2 so it still counts so
1: it's my number one most anticipated game of 2020 because i know for a fact i'm going to love it like it's so hard to mess up the animal crossing formula. The only way that you could really mess it up is, for example, with Pocket Camp Microtransactions because mm-hmm. Pocket Game Pocket Camp is a fun game, but when you add in these really pervasive microtransactions, it becomes much less enjoyable. But that's also, it's also mobile. very it's mobile and it's very feature limited. So I'm really excited to have a feature complete new Animal Crossing on the Switch. Uh, the big things that I'm excited about for this new installment of Animal Crossing is simply that New Leaf, uh, the most recent title from the 3DS, came out years ago, mm-hmm. and the advancements that they've made in terms of sheer graphics by now are huge. So to be able to have Animal Crossing on home console, for starters, to be able to play it on my TV with the Switch docked, and then to be able to take it on the go with me and my Switch all the time, I'm just excited about it in every sense of the word. And that's really all I have to say about it. I don't know much about it. I haven't watched any of the new trailers because I don't want to know. I right. just know that it's beautiful. It's Animal Crossing. It's on the Switch end
0: well because didn't they they just released it uh there was a japanese Commercial or trailer that yeah. came out
1: over the holiday? Yeah, and I didn't watch that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I have
0: no idea what's in it. But still, but that's the thing—you got to build that anticipation for this new game because you want to be able to enjoy it to exactly. its fullest. And
1: I know I will, so I'm not concerned about it at all. Nice. I know it's going to be an amazing game. I trust Nintendo with Animal Crossing; they have yet to super mess it up. Mm-hmm. So, hurrah to the future! <laughs> <laughs> and that comes out in March
0: 2020. Right, so soon.
1: Really soon. And you're going to
0: have all year then to, yeah. to play it and get it a only.
1: pre-order out there. I haven't like pre ordered it yet yeah, it's yeah, probably, probably gonna should. sell out yeah, yeah.
0: probably should do that I need to do down. that so my number one uh, is anybody would love to take a huge guess as to what it is
1: could it possibly be the last of us 2 <laughs> yeah a surprise so <laughs>
0: very much like you though the last was part two uh coming out now may 29th got a little bit delayed it was gonna be february now and they pushed it to may which again i'm kind of okay with now because that gives me more time to get my yeah. last of us replay out of the way. But. I've said before in the other episodes where I've talked about it from the different things, I am over the moon excited for this game. I, I It's one of those things when the first game ended, I was like, I'm happy with this story how it is, and I don't think I, it needs a second. They announced the sequel, and I was immediately on board. I'm like, of course, if you're going to give it to me, I'm going to play it. So let's make it a great one.
1: Fair enough. And it's not like it came out the next year. Oh, it's no. been a lot it's, of time. I mean,
0: 2013 is whens when... Is when uh, Last of Us came out June 2013. It was one of the last games of the PS3's life cycle. Yes, and now was. here's Last of Us Part 2, filling out the last few months of the PS4. But still, it's just it's about I'm, I'm in the exact same boat though as you are with, with Animal Crossing. I don't want any more information on it. I've yeah. seen the trailers, I've seen the gameplay. Cool. I don't want anything else. Don't like, don't I don't want to know. I don't want to see like, oh, here's this cool shot from this new spot that shows off this this character that we haven't seen yet. I don't want that. No, no. thank you. I, I want dead silence until I get to the game, which is something that I somewhat struggle about as like – due to us wanting to talk about these games or whatever but for certain things it doesn't matter and i don't care and you just the last gotta block us it out. is one of those games i want day one as i'm playing that game on may 29th i want to just be blown away by what i experience and i have a feeling naughty dog is going to deliver because they put an extra bit of love and care into those games and my god i i couldn't be more excited about that one so last of us part two is obviously my uh my number one game for 2020.
1: Indeed. So I've got a very small handful of honorable mentions All to right, close hit us me with out, those. and these are both no release dates. So I strongly don't think that either of them are going to come out in 2020. Maybe if I'm exceptionally lucky, Silk Song mm. will come out in late 2020 is the most I can possibly expect.
0: I could see that happening, though.
1: So maybe. So there has been... They've they've kind of started picking up steam. Uh, Team Cherry of doing a little bit more in terms of releasing more information on it. Uh, What's-his-face. Christopher Larkin just released a couple of soundtracks onto his YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, so it's kind of picking up some general steam, which might be a good sign. It might mean that a release is on the way. But they haven't said anything about a release date, so I'm not going to hold my breath. Right. If it comes out in 2020, Amazing. If it doesn't, that's fine. I can wait. Uh, the other one, very much in the same boat. Don't think in the slightest that it's going to come out in 2020. Breath of the Wild 2.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That pre- one. No, it's not. What do you, when do you think that, realistically? March,
1: March 2021, I think it's going to be an anniversary title. Ah. Because I think they're going to line it up with when Breath of the Wild was released. Nice. That's my official prediction. That's a good prediction. Anniversary release in 2021.
0: Boom. There you have Boom. it. Boom. Uh, my honorable mentions are obviously Doom Eternal. Uh, and then Watchdogs Legion, but it, got, it was supposed to be earlier this year, but it got delayed and they haven't said when it's going to be. So that could like get pushed pretty far. Uh, one that's still on the list, but it's been my, I want to say I talked about it for the last two years of being a most anticipated. I'm still waiting for it. Biomutant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someday. I want to play it so bad. I want to be a Someday little critter who can morph out. himself due to bio whatever nuclear fallout I, not, let me
1: be that little critter I just want to be the closest thing to a palico that I can possibly get to
0: right. and it looks like this game will deliver that yeah. in spades eventually but, uh, it's eventually, whenever <laughs> it comes out so uh, I think those are my three like honorable mentions that I'm really excited for obviously like Halo and it looks really like it'll be really cool when we get that for the pro- actually
1: isn't Halo Infinite it's definitely coming out in, in-
0: because it'll be like a launch title for, yeah, we, yeah. you would expect it would be the launch title I think for the that's going to be like
1: holiday 2020 yeah, be right? in November
0: or yeah. something like that so a long time to go on that my prediction though for this year is i do think due to some rumblings and job postings and things like that that have been put out there i would say it's not far or my prediction is that horizon zero dawn 2 will be announced this year
1: oh okay announced not released Yeah, not released announced, announced. okay very interesting
0: Either at E3 or whatever Sony decides to do for it's their big pre- state addiction. of play or something like that. Right. But I think I think that's a very high possibility because it's been a couple of years now since that game yes. came out, so it's time to get a little bit of news. My one thing that I hope people do different. Let's let's hold off from the the the. Uh, Let's, let's tighten up your announcements from when games release. Yeah. I feel like we're, like Last of Us Part two was announced three years ago.
1: Yeah. Let's put those like, on a more on. reasonable let's schedule. It, like, can we
0: have, like what was the game that was just announced, oh, and it's now coming out in like March and they like just talked about it. I had it earlier before we recorded. It was like on the tip of my tongue two seconds ago. I don't know.
1: It is or is not coming out in March?
0: It is coming out soon and it was like just released, like announced a couple months ago or like a month ago and I was like, cool, let's do that. Or, or even like how Bravely default two. they announced it you know a couple of, like a month or so ago at the game awards and then it's could be within the year like that's a good announce window
1: yeah or like because or now even i'm like
0: expecting what, it what uh responded with apex legends they announced it literally two days before they dropped it and now, it was amazing that i don't like
1: because if you're financially strapped you need to be able to save up money but it's apex different with apex, apex because it's free but still but still I like, like a little prep and anticipation oh yeah time. yeah
0: that's always good too um But no, yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year. And I know I've already, like I've already said, I've already backloaded myself a little bit this year, but like my one (laughs) big, and it's a a very ongoing, I'm not going to try to do it within this year, but I did make a new like gaming resolution in that I'm going to try to play through all Star Wars video games. And potentially stream them as I do it. So Why I think are you that'd
1: be doing this to yourself? Well, because those okay. are ones.
0: Let's like, I'm a Star Wars fan, and I will love video games. They cut them together in so many great ways in video game form. I need to play through them. I've already played a lot, and so i am also said like all
1: I'm, of them in this year.
0: No, no, no oh, I, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna start this year. I see.
1: That's Never what I'm mind. saying. That's There's different. no
0: way in hell I'd play through about them about saying, all this year impossible. and keep up and keep up with current <laughs> releases. No way. Now I know. I know my. I know yeah. to when to limit myself and in some maintain
1: a family. Exactly. One of them has to go. Exactly.
0: And. And playing through that one, yeah, I'll, I'll make that reach out throughout the year. But So I'm excited to jump into those two because there was actually a big sale where I was able to snatch up like on uh, GOG.com. I was able to snatch up like 10 more of them for like 20 bucks because they just nice. put them on a ridiculous amount of sale. So it was, it was it was awesome. Well, a
1: lot to look forward to this year. A lot year. to
0: look forward to this year. So that wraps up our most anticipated games for 2020. Well, we've shared some of your some of our listeners what their anticipated games for 2020 are, but we would still love to hear from the rest of you. So leave a comment below. Send us an email at gmail.com, Hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you. But before we go, we do have to do our soundtrack spotlight, which is a track from The Last of Us Part Two that has been released already. It is The Last of Us Cycles by Gustavo Santiago. So, we'll be listening to that after the close of the episode, which is now. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Adios. We'll see you all next week for another great gaming topic. Stick around for the song.